Good morning and welcome today in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, happy Father's Day as well. Your Heavenly Father invites you into his house this day to feed you at the table that is set before you through his Son, Jesus Christ. Please stand as you are able for our processional Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord.
O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserved your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
Lord be with you. Let us pray. O Lord, since you never fail to help and govern those whom you nurture in your steadfast fear and love, work in us a perpetual fear and love of your holy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the second Sunday after Trinity is from Proverbs chapter 1, chapter 9, pardon me. Wisdom has built her house, she has hewn her seven pillars, she has slaughtered her beasts, she has mixed her wine, she has also set her table. She has sent out her young women to call from the highest places in the town. Whoever is simple, let, let him turn here. To him who lacks sense, she says, Come eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight. Whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abuse, and he who reproves a wicked man incurs injury. Do not reprove a scoffer or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man and he will still, he will still be wiser. Teach a righteous man and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God.
The epistle is from Ephesians chapter 2. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments and and ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. And he came and preached peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure, being joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you are also being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel according to St. Luke, the 14th chapter. When one of those who reclined at table with Jesus heard these things, he said to him, Lust is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. But Jesus said to him, A man once gave a great banquet and invited many. And at the time for the banquet, he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field and I must go out and see it. Please have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to examine them. Please have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house became angry and said to his servant, Go out quickly to the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in the poor and crippled and blind and lame. And the servant said, Sir, what you have commanded has been done, and still there is room. And the master said to the servant, Go out to the highways and hedges and compel people to come in that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. This is the gospel of our Lord. The Nicene Creed. I I believe in in one God, God, the Father Almighty maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation 
came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Jesus. Wisdom has built her house. Will it be where you dwell? Jesus Christ, we learned last year when we covered this text, Jesus Christ, the very Son of God, is wisdom. 
There is no wisdom apart from Christ. He is the incarnate word, the Logos, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so when certain topics pop up, even in secular society, even in in your very world, in your home, and there is no Jesus, there is no wisdom from the Word of God being preached, proclaimed, applied, or even sought, there is no wisdom. And there will be no true peace No true unity. For Christ alone is the sinner's connection to the Most High God, to the good things, to the banquet, to all that God is. Through Jesus Christ and only through Him can one stand before a truly just and righteous God. And He says to you this day, come. He invites you, come, eat of my bread, drink of of my wine. He invites you into His house before His very presence to eat and drink for your salvation, for your benefit, for the strengthening of your very faith. But how quickly these things get forgotten. How unimportant wisdom is, the things of Christ, and even this eating and drinking to the world today. Be prepared, Advent Evangelical Lutheran Church. Times, of course, they are changing. Always have been. But perhaps I would submit to you even more so than before, the very Word of God and Christ Himself is under great attack. And so you must arm yourself with that Word, with that wisdom, to discern what you hear, what you see, and what you do. You see, the sinner in you, the sinner in me, wants nothing to do with the house that wisdom builds. The sinner wants nothing to do with eating and drinking. Just as in our gospel text for today, we have more important things to do, don't we? There's work to be done. I'm needed by others. I love in the parable the man that simply answers, I have a wife, therefore I cannot come. truly a misunderstanding of what God has created man to be, to give, to receive sacrificial love and service of others. But who comes first? The sinner in you wants to put all those other things first. And so today, Father's Day, a true father, a true father puts Christ first. A true father lives and believes and clings to wisdom that comes graciously and mercifully to him, a poor sinner. 
true father puts Christ, puts wisdom, puts his gifts first. Not his wife, not his kids, not his job, not himself. Christ alone. For from wisdom, from Christ, through this table fellowship that, by the way, you're going to hear about next week when Dr. Arthur Just is here to preach and share of his work in Spain, you're going to learn how important and precious this gift, this table fellowship is. So I'll let him flesh that out. But fed with these gifts... Fed with these gifts. You are strengthened for your walk here. In your baptism, literally clothed, robed with with a, a coat of armor to protect you from the arrows of the evil one. These are your Lord's gifts to you. But how often we as sinners take off that which we are robed for the banquet that comes. How often we put other things first, and may we repent of that. May we return to His Word. May we return here to this place, to His feast. May we truly believe His promises that we will be preserved. Come heaven, come hell, through Jesus Christ. May we look forward to the resurrection that awaits, just as our Lord Himself has been raised and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. The fear of the Lord, we are told, is the beginning of wisdom, not the fear of fill in the blank. So take those fears you have, for if they are not founded upon Christ, how quickly they become idols. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The knowledge of the Holy One is insight. Want to learn to understand what you hear and see on the news, trying to decide what is right, what is wrong, what is just, what is unjust? Look to wisdom, would you? To Holy Scripture? The knowledge of the Holy One, of Christ, of wisdom Himself is insight, not the knowledge of your job, not your golf game, not your politics. Not whatever it is that so occupies your thoughts, your heart, and your mind. These gods that wisdom quickly identifies for you. For all have sinned. Every single one of us. All have fallen short of the glory of the Most High God. But, but now. But now. And what precious good news. And if this doesn't quicken you. If this doesn't hasten you. Well, I'll give you more law. But hear these words. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. He himself is our peace. What does the church have to say to the world today? To those who look for unity and peace? The church has everything to say. You have everything to say. You want peace? There it is. That's the most important. He, wisdom, is the most important. Peace with God. He who has brought you near, redeemed you with His holy precious blood. 
He who sends the Holy Spirit now with the Father to sanctify and keep you in the one true faith. Do you believe what we just confessed in the Nicene Creed? The one holy, Catholic, universal, Christian church that there is such a beast that Christ has established? But here you are brought near to be fed at his table with simple bread and wine that at his word, at his command, is body and blood. That by his grace and mercy does not become glass in your belly, but rather becomes a medicine of immortality, strengthening, quickening of your faith, preparing you for all that he will allow to befall you this side of heaven, to prepare you for death itself, and to bring you to look forward to the resurrection yet to come. In Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. He himself is our peace. Strangers, aliens, all being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Holy Spirit. In this way, wisdom has built her house. Is it where you dwell? Or do you seek peace elsewhere? Do you seek unity elsewhere? I've been a little riled up this last week. There's a particular organization that I'm not going to name here in this sermon, but come talk to me and I'll name it. And it would claim that there is peace and unity based on you pretty much believing whatever you want to believe. So hold up your sign, they would say. doesn't matter what you believe about your sexuality, about whether little children in the womb are actually little children or not that you can make wisdom for yourself, just, just join with us, step on board, march with us, and, and we'll change the world. Scripture tells you otherwise. The only peace and unity that you should ever seek after is found in Christ. Start there, would you? Be mindful and love your neighbor. Yes. Love your neighbor. No man has greater love than this, that he lay down his life for his friend, for his neighbor. Care for all. Pray for all, even your enemies. Pray for those who make, administer, and judge our laws, who enforce them. Pray that true wisdom, Christ, may guide them, lest they fall into the devil's trap of wisdom, truth, and justice being found elsewhere, outside of God's Word. See, unity apart from Christ and His Word is no unity at all, which is why Jesus says, I did not come to bring peace, but rather a sword. He tells us the reality of this life, that there will be those who refuse the invitation to the banquet, who want nothing to do with wisdom, not want nothing to do with what he has brought, and this sword of truth, it will quickly pierce joint and marrow. It will cut away that diseased portion. But you, he's grafted you unto himself. I am the vine, you are the branches. 
Don't remove yourself from that tree. But cling to the life and sustenance. Suck up through your very roots the truth of God's word that you may be firmly planted. Read Psalm 1 this week if you need to. That that word of God may grow up and well up within you into eternal life. For wisdom has come. And wisdom is here for you. Come and eat. Come and drink, he says. Receive my gifts that you may be strengthened. And for that, may we simply say, Amen. At this time, I would like to invite forward Mr. Phil Spray. Yes, you. Come on up. Mr. Phil Spray is retiring here at the end of this month. He has served us faithfully for 11 years as director of music here at Advent Lutheran Church, and um, we have been so, so very blessed by your love for this congregation, for the Lord, by your expression of the faith through music and instrumentation. And today we just want to ask the Lord's blessings upon you uh, as you begin your retirement, your many projects. Uh, he's not leaving Advent, he's just leaving his position as director uh, of music, and uh, we love you very much and we're going to miss you. Step on up, man. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Mr. Phil Spray has served our Lord faithfully here at Advent Evangelical Lutheran Church for 11 years as director of music. Hear what Holy Scripture has to say about those who serve in the church. I thank my God in all my remembrances of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about you all because I told you in my heart, for you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness how I yearn for you with all the affection of Christ Jesus. And let, us, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Would the congregation please stand? Let us pray. Gracious Father, you direct your people to use their gifts in service to others. Receive our thanks and praise for the faithful service of Phil Spray. Bless him with wisdom and patience and with love and faithfulness to your word that he may continue to serve with gladness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Go now in the name of the Lord. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is never in vain. May the Almighty and most merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless and preserve you. Amen. Amen.
I counted 40 on the one side. And uh, I'm looking, I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking, and I do not. <clears throat> what do you want? 60? Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Heavenly Father, by your grace, we who were once far off have been brought near to you by the blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Remove from us all pride and vanity. Give to us humble hearts that recognize that you have graciously made us members of your household without any merit or worthiness in us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Gracious Father, continue to raise up faithful servants among us that the invitation to your great banquet would be delivered to all places and your banquet hall would be filled with sinners redeemed by Christ the crucified. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Eternal Father, bless the churches of the Augsburg Confession throughout the world with continued zeal for the truth of your word. Keep them steadfast in the faith and devout to the proclamation of pure gospel and the administration of the sacraments according to Christ's institution. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Merciful Father, look upon the poor, hungry, homeless, and unemployed with compassion and tend to their needs. Remove from us any excess love of earthly treasures that we would be moved to aid when able. Bless the charitable organizations and social agencies of our land that the relief would be found in them for those who need it, especially those affected by the pandemic and the response to it. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Loving Father, bestow your blessing on the vocation of fatherhood that fathers would love and provide for their children and that children would respect and honor their fathers. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer compassionate Father, have mercy on all who have suffered and desire your aid at the present time, especially the family of Trish Peck, for Mary Ellen, for Joshua, for Shirley, for Hayden, for Gary, for Jim, and Jerry, and Bob, and Carol. According to your gracious will, heal their infirmities and give them strength to bear all their crosses in Christian patience. Give continued wisdom to those who lead and those who serve, especially those in harm's way. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Lord, we give thanks for new life that you bring this week to Megan and Tim of Theodore Michael and to Tim and Ashley in the past weeks of George Neely and to Keith and Anne of Lydia Helen. Lord, we also ask that you watch over the expectant mothers in our congregation and friends of our congregation, especially Lori, Allie, and Anna. Bring these lives to your table to receive your gifts. Protect the unborn in all places. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. 
Holy Father, here at the holy altar, we are blessed to receive a foretaste of the feast to come at your great banquet as we partake of the very body and blood of Christ, which is for us the medicine of immortality. Forgive our sins and preserve us in body and soul unto life everlasting. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, who everlasting God, through who Jesus Christ our Lord, who having created all things, took on human flesh and was born of the Virgin Mary. For our sake he died on the cross and rose from the dead to put an end to death, thus fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people. Therefore with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Our 
Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way, O also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
And now may the body and blood of your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you steadfast and to life everlasting. Depart in peace and with great joy. Your sins are forgiven. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endureth forever. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Bless we the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.